Thanks for joining us on the latest edition of Cross the Board. Very excited to have Dave Lyon of Blue Lion Stable. You may know him from seeing Morello in the Winter Circle and a couple of stakes, including our Gotham. And, of course, he's heading the Wood Memorial as very possibly the favorite and uh, maybe even on to bigger and better things. So had a chance to sit down and catch up with him and talk a little about his life and getting into racing and his experiences in horse racing. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Across the Board with Dave Lyon. So before getting into a long discussion about your recent success and, and you know how success goes at the racetrack, I feel as though you and I have a lot of similarities because we both grew up in Saratoga. Did you live in Saratoga your whole life before leaving? When yeah. You became I, an adult? Yeah, became an adult. Yeah, that's a good, that's good Theoretically. point. <laughs> Theoretically, yeah. I'm still questioning that. But uh, yeah, I grew up in Saratoga, uh, went off to college in Syracuse. Uh, when I was 18, I uh, lived back in Saratoga, you know, for a couple of years after college and then moved down to Long Island in 96. I met my wife in college. She's from Long Island. You can't take Long Island girls out of Long Island. So, you know, here we are 25, 26 years later uh, down on Long Island. So, um, but getting back to Saratoga is, is something I do, you know, on a constant basis. Do you spend a lot of the meet up there? Oh, the yeah. I was just talking to Ryan. I, I spent uh, most of last year's meet. My kids are young, so we've got lacrosse and soccer and things to do all summer. But I am literally up and down the throughway and the northway, you know, constantly during the summer. Yeah, there's nothing for me, my freshman orientation at Lehigh. It was really early. And that was back in the old days when there were four weeks. And I had to leave like the Thursday before Travers. So I missed it still haunts me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I, I can remember working in New York like the first opening day I had missed in so many years. Right. It's painful. Yeah, it's painful. So did your family like racing or did you sort of gravitate the track yourself, your friends? Yeah, it was mostly me. I want to give my older sister Amy some credit. She was an equestrian, so she grew up uh, riding the horses and doing the jumps. I actually did a lead line at one point. I came in sixth out of sixth. Um, it was pretty horrible. My parents still have a picture. My mother just gave it to me. Nice. My posture is probably as worse, worse than it is right now on the horse. So you actually but rode? I did. I rode once. Wow. Uh, they, they led me around and I, I damn near fell That's off the, the horse. And the me. last time I rode a horse was, was probably on my honeymoon on the beach uh, nearly fall off that fell off that horse as well so uh, but it was me uh, my parents you know thank god they I always say thank god they, they raised us in Saratoga Springs I mean aside from the racing it's just a beautiful place to live and, and to grow up I uh, just had a great experience there but you know I got interested in, in the horses probably my, my earliest memory was probably uh, I'm not gonna say it was affirmed in Ali Dar but it was it was probably the best memory was the easy goer Travers uh, I think that was 1989. Yep. That's when I really started to get hooked, um, and then Four Star Dave kind of kind of took it from there. I just got hooked on that horse, as everybody you know from Saratoga did at that point. Eight years of, of victories there, and amazing. Right? I, I I grew up working at the Gideon Putnam Hotel. Uh, really, I did room service there for every summer. Um, you know, since probably 15 years old. Really. And, just did room service for the Volandos. Um, I met with Elizabeth Volando every morning. Tom was already at the racetrack. Right. But she would sit with me, so give me two dollars so every day. Time fly or? so free, yeah. exactly. So um, spent every morning bringing her breakfast and just talking about. It. I said, you know, I, these people are just salt of the earth, regular people. And when you're growing up in Saratoga, you look over that rail, you look over the paddock fence, you think, you know, who are these people? These people are like the gloriously rich royalty uh, in this country and, and internationally that come to Saratoga. Um, you never think you're going to be, you could be on that other side of that fence. Um, and, you know, it kind of just lights a, a, the, the fire in you as a kid. Uh, but then when I got to meet these people and you find out that they're regular people um, and then you get a job and you work and, you know, save right. up your money and buy a horse. Uh, well, I mean, Saratoga, that's <clears> one of the great <throat> things about Saratoga is you have 
all walks of life from you know very wealthy successful people to you know more regular people walking next to each other often talking i mean i can remember as a kid going to saratoga you know in the summers in the 70s and seeing people seeing frank whiteley yeah you know, trained ruffian ruffians one of the first tourists i remember seeing mm -hmm. as a kid and thinking my god you know it's listen it's like the yankees come to your hometown or whatever your favorite baseball team is yeah in the summer yeah. it's amazing did you did in going to the track did you meet other race trackers, people who worked in racing at all when you were a kid. Did you was there anybody that you sort of met and talked to, and people you you learned a little about racing from, or made connections to racing? With? Yeah, yeah, not really. It was mostly just my friends. I mean, again, we'd work at the Gideon, we'd be involved with those people. You right. know, we'd see them every day. You know, we'd take our. The nice thing about working room service is you're pretty much done at noon. Uh, so we'd take our tips from the day, and we'd go over there, and I'd bet you know one dollar exact a box is uh, you know with three horses in it, and that's what I would do every day. And you know, we come up with our own buy system uh, I forget my, my friend Todd Porter good family from Saratoga the Porters um, we came up with some system I can't remember how to do it I've got to call him but it, it worked we would redo all the buyers we'd take the, the average of the last three we'd subtract the where it came in and the, the last race it actually worked we'd re-rank and we'd make some money uh, but yeah there, there wasn't really anybody um, I think it was just mostly my friends I didn't get real serious about it until you know well after college when I when I had some money so like me, were you surprised when you got out into the regular world, you went to college, and you found out that unlike Saratoga, where all your friends liked the racetrack, nobody had any idea what horse racing was? Oh, absolutely. It's I bizarre, mean, yeah. right? I mean, still to this day, you know, right. I, I own a company in Manhattan, and probably half the staff uh, has no idea what the Kentucky Derby is. I mean, it's, really? it's, it's crazy. Yeah. That's really awful. Yeah, it's awful. I, I had a guy <laughs> in my building who was a... Uh, He's still there. Manager of an OTB back in the day when I was working on this television show in the night in the nineties, mm -hmm. he had no idea who I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was on every day. I wasn't. I didn't care to know I was, but they just didn't. He didn't follow racing. He just. I guess the jobs were pretty yeah, much more. Yeah, and I hope we can change that. Uh, you know, I think you know, yeah. growing up, I think you know what you saw the Phipps people. You saw some of the you know everybody was an old gray-haired person, and they look like they're you know. <laughs> In, the, in their late 70s and 80s, and I think, you know, there's been a shift towards the younger generation, and I hope we can make it younger moving forward. You know, it's, it, it's hard, because it, it is a, you know, it's a game for people who are retired, and I think mm -hmm. this notion that a lot of younger people have a lot of, you know, ex expendable income is, is, is a fallacy. Saratoga is obviously a place that can appeal to younger people, and I think in the past, we need to do a better job racing, you know, whether it's at Del Mar or Keeneland, but certainly for us in Saratoga, I think we're trying to do a better job with that, but we need to do a better job. That's the one place you have, I think, to get through to people, and I think people like you and I and stuff growing, people we're friends with even now that grew up in Saratoga, people like racing because they have an exposure to it in a very positive way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's real difficult. You, you, we're here in Ozone Park today. You know, there's not much around here. There's Mateo's, and I'm not sure what other restaurants are here. That's the only one I ever go to here. Uh, but geographically, Saratoga is great, and you know, it's a boutique meet. I think Belmont. I think having the Islanders around now. Um, I hope we're going to be doing some twilight racing where we could bring some hockey fans to the racetrack a little bit earlier. They can do their tailgating, come over to the races, and you know, maybe that creates some new fans. I think Long Island is kind of a racing place. I, I know a lot more people from Long Island than I do in just Manhattan who are into the racing. So yeah. you know, I, th I think the game and Naira and all of us, owners, trainers, everybody can do a lot better. I think we need to do better. We need to take the, the spotlight off of like the Baffert things um, and put it more on what, what can we do to make this sport better and more appealing. Right. I mean, it's, it's the last thing any of us want to say is that we hide from negativity. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, and you and I were talking a little beforehand, there is so much of an 
an accent on negativity without the positivity. And there are issues in the game. There's no question about it. There are issues everywhere. Yep. There are a lot of good stories in racing. And Absolutely. Without, without being you know, um, intellectually dishonest, there's a lot of... Your story is a great story, and we'll talk about that a little more. And the idea of getting involved in racing, and, and you, you know, we'll talk about your involvement, and, and having success in the game. But being around the game, there's so many good stories. There's so many good people in the game. There are people in the game that aren't great people. But that, doesn't, that shouldn't diminish how good so many other people are. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a sport just like anything else. You know, there's negativity, the, the NFL, the NHL, the NBA. There's bad people yep. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and business. Yeah, and in business. <laughs> I know that for sure. Um, you know, but I think that there just becomes a hyper-focus on it in this sport for some reason. And, I, you know, if we can change the narrative on that by, you know, having stories like Blue Lion and, and some of the other groups, there's, there's countless good stories just like ours. Um, and people just need to be, you know, have the exposure. And, you know, we're grateful to do something like this that we get our story out there. And, you know, if it reaches two or three people and it creates a new fan, you know, we're happy. I always say, you know, if, if one horse racing fan dies, we, we hope there's another one born. Uh, I, we just I, replace I, one I for one. I believe in the one person at a time. Yeah. I agree with you very much on that. I think yeah. there's this notion that we're going to bring in, Matt. I think, you know, it it is... It is not a game for everybody, but that doesn't mean it's a game for nobody. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget that, you know, yeah, and absolutely. there are, if we can expose it to enough people, even if it's three people in, in a thousand or, or less, let's yeah. get to those three people. Let's find who those people are. 100%. Um, and and I, every one of us has great stories in the games, you know, memorable races. You talk about easygoers, travers, and those different things. Was there one horse in Saratoga as a kid you made a score on that you still remember? Uh, I don't know if I was a kid because or I think it was a little older. Yeah, 90. What did Holy Bull go off at in that, Travers? He was pretty short. He was pretty short. Um, you that know, was an amazing race. Yeah. I mean, my biggest score um, was I had a dream about Volpone. Really? Uh, yeah, the night before. And I, I threw a big bet on that. I mean, that wasn't at Saratoga. A lot obviously. of dream bets but, for you, yeah. or is that a rare uh, That was bet. pretty rare. I wish it would happen more often. Uh, <laughs> I wish it would happen last night. And, you know, on May 6th, I would hope I'm it happened. I'm sure you'll have plenty of nightmares. <laughs> yeah, there's been, I, there's been some sleepless nights I'm, lately, I'm but sure. it's mostly just worrying about things. But uh, Right. The better yeah. your horse is, the more you worry about Yeah, them, exactly. Right? I'm not a huge gambler. Um, I Like I said, I was, I was probably a bigger handicapper when i had time back when i was right. you know in my youth and i'd read the racing form but now it's just you know we we gamble by owning the horses at this point um you know i'll throw a few dollars down if you know if we stay three to one today you know i certainly like much today to, in her comeback race but um I'm, i don't think I, you're winning a bet or losing a bet's going to change this no not, a, not at all not at all it, no i have it, a it good friend who's a, who owns a lot of horses who said to me this very similar thing which is if i had more time to hang out at the racetrack all the time betting i'd be doing that but i don't so i own horses yeah look i'll take the the racing form on derby day and the big days belmont preakness and I'll, I'll sit in my backyard and handicap you know until my son comes out with his lacrosse stick and then you know that that's the end of that you know which is the right thing to do so without getting too far ahead of yourself you've been to derby before yes a lot yeah. or uh, i've been a few times uh first time i was there was 2004 smarty jones i was on the infield with one of my best no, friends great great be, great day to be in the infield yep you uh, i'm not gonna say uh, yeah i'm not <laughs> i was up to my knees i have a great picture up to my knees That's making great. my bet on the in the infield storm with my one of my best friends i'm, I'm not gonna name names but he uh from saratoga he was engaged uh we left because it was so miserable there we yeah. left before the derby went back to a bar near the hotel and I he was engaged at the time, just newly engaged, and I talked him out of marrying the girl he was going to What a great friend you are. Great friend. You know, but there now, need to be more people like he, you He married the, the best woman ever. He's got two great kids. He's living in Seattle. I think he's, you know, he's a stay-at-home dad, 
for for you know because he's invested well. But you know, it, and you're that great is my as memory. long as the original fiance doesn't listen to this podcast, everything will be fine. That's exactly right. Please, please don't let him. That's know great. This. That's why I didn't name. So, when's names. the last time you went to the Derby? Uh, the last time I was at the Derby was last year. Yeah, that yeah. was that was the first Derby I went to last year. Yeah, no kidding. First, and that okay. was a good year to go because it wasn't that crowded. Oh, it was amazing. You know, let me tell you something about that Derby last year. Limited attendance was one thing, but the fact that every they didn't take any money. It made that every, was great. Wasn't that great? Yeah. And shouldn't more spe- sports fans? I'd pay more money to just walk up and not have to deal with a credit card or a cash transaction. I think all the bartenders and all the servers made a ton more money than they always do because you know the track wasn't taking twelve dollars a beer. No, um, I I agree. Know, yeah, I, no. I thought it was just kind of a really a really good thing. If that they, they made, did. I I don't want to know what the burgers were made out of. Yeah, but other than that, I thought it was really good. Because I'm, I'm not going for beef. I'm not. I'm just not. The Churchill food is is has a lot to, left to be desired. So, I think, yeah. Know. But that was no. I agree. That was yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, that that was fun. Um, I may go again this year. Um, as well. But that that was really fun. Yeah. So I, I don't know if we should go backwards or forwards. But why don't why don't why don't we just talk about Morello at this point? Okay. We'll talk a little about you know how you got involved in owning horses and stuff and getting Morello. This has got to be pretty exciting for you. Oh, it's, um, you know, again, sleepless nights, uh, mostly because it's it's just pure excitement. Um, you know, I never thought, you know, we raced our first race with Blue Lion back on a Sunday in 2018. A horse called Heartstrings, Lion of David. It was Cherie oh, DeVoe's oh. first win. Oh, oh, like, and the last race at Saratoga? The last race on a Sunday. That huge-priced horse? 39 to so 1. So don't go see Greg Wolf, who no. forced me to show, because that horse beat him out of the pick five. That's right. I remember we blew up him. a lot of tickets that yeah. day. Um, That's right. But you know, was it fifty seven to one? Thirty nine to one. Okay. Thirty nine to one and came from the clouds. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It was a turf I, sprint. I remember. Yeah, I co owned the horse with yeah. David and Gordo. Most of the part my original partners on the horse were people that I grew up with, you know, a lot of people just from modest, you know, backgrounds. I said, Give me whatever you have and let's get a horse. We had half the horse with David and Gordo, standing with David during the race and the horse was bringing up the rear. Um, and I just looked at him and I was like, This you know, blue line's just gonna be done. Uh, <laughs> but you know, the horse came from the clouds. Jose Lascano was on the horse, you know, That's full great. circle. That's How great. about yeah. that? Um, and you know, you wouldn't think it was a maiden 40 claimer on a Sunday, but night. that's you would that's, think it was the Breeders' Cup Classic. But isn't that horse racing? Isn't that why the game is great? You yeah. know, it could be the seventh race at Aqueduct in February in it a lousy day, and it's exciting. I've, I've got a basement full of stakes trophies from Aqueduct for a kid from Saratoga. I should have an Aqueduct tattoo. I mean, this is this is where I win most of my races. Um, but it doesn't matter where it is or what what day of the well, week. Well, winning it the is. Gotham, it's not a bad thing. Winning the yeah. Gotham, things got things changed a little bit a, right. a week or so ago. Um, I don't even know when it was. I've pretty much been sleepless the, since then. But uh, yeah, it's just it's a tremendous feeling to be on the Derby Trail. We've got a long way to go. We got to see if he can do two turns. We think he can. Um, you know, we think we've seen third gear from him. We're hoping there's two or three more gears after that. But, you know, just, just being, you know, reading the articles, seeing him on the leaderboard. You know, I go on YouTube, I go on Twitter every day, and I just Google Morello, Morello Derby, Kentucky Derby. And it just just to see our, our silks there, it's just, you know, it, I have to pinch myself that this is really happening. But that's what you can do in this sport. Right. I'm never going to lift the Stanley Cup. I'm never going to lift the, the World Series trophy. But, you know, you got a chance to, in a couple of months, to be holding that Kentucky Derby trophy just being a regular person i mean it's yeah. it's incredible no i i agree and i mean to even think about that i mean imagine winning a, a stake race in saratoga with him yeah. what that would be like i mean it's like you know you hear chad brown talk about it and he says the race in life he wants to win the most is the travers growing up near saratoga i mean yeah there was a tweet um or a quote that i gave that was taken a little bit out of context that that was out there i said you know i want that tra- i want that travers canoe more than anything uh, but you know i'll take the kentucky derby 
I think what I was alluding to was originally when I met David and Gordo, who buys our horses for us, most of our horses, um, David said, what are your goals? I said, to win the drivers, you know, without hesitation. Growing up in Saratoga, that's what you want. Um, yeah. It's not any easier than winning the Kentucky the Derby. Derby. It's not no. suggesting that it's... Look, no. the, the Derby's the hardest race to right. win, mostly because of the logistics of it. And everybody um, would want to win it. Yeah, But that exactly. doesn't mean that... Yes, we can have other goals, right? You know, it's not a dismissal of the Derby in any way by anybody, by you or Chad or anybody that says it. I love Kentucky. I'm there, you know, almost once a month. Um, But the the Travers is something that you grow up in Saratoga. You just you have your eye on that prize if if you're going to get involved. See your canoe. It for somebody like you or something to be able to say to your friends and you know your family and people go out and see that canoe in your colors. Yeah, I mean, for a year, it's incredible, and it's. I think that's part of it too. It's a little bit longer lasting, and you see that for a whole year. And you know, it, there's something about that canoe. Um, if you're not from Saratoga, you know, you just got to trust us. Um, it's really, really special, and to have your colors on it, and to think about who's had their colors on it. I mean, even the Gotham. I went home. Um, I think we we ran it probably eight seconds or nine seconds slower than Secretariat, but you know, he track won, was a little slower. Yeah, yeah. He he won the Gotham. Um, you know, we're in that company on that on that list. You would go back to 1973, Easy Goer, set, set the record. Yeah, I mean, amazing list of horses. You know, on that race. Uh, it's just it's incredible to see your horse there. Um, so we're we're just beyond grateful to to be on this trail right now. And, and you know, Toby and Steve are just tremendous. Um, you know, I can't give them enough credit. Um, they've done everything right. We stay out of their way. Um, it, it's just, it's incredible the, the ride that they're taking us on. And that's that's how w- what we believe. They're taking us on this ride. We gave them the, the horse. We, we went out and got the horse, and they're taking us there. Um, yeah, and you say Toby, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know if everybody understands. Steve Asmussen and, and is in Saratoga pretty much. We'll see him sporadically in New York, and it's not to say he's not involved in any way, but he's not. Toby Sheets is his assistant trainer and has been for, I don't know, 15, Forever. 20 years yeah. in New York. Um, and he's the one that's taking care of the string. And when you see horses that run in Saratoga that have been training at Belmont, Toby's the one taking care of them. And I thought when I heard your interview after the Wingfield win and you were so quick to give Toby all the credit. And you you know, you know, were gracious to Steve, too. It wasn't as though you said it a dismissal of him. But to point out what Toby's done and to say it's up to Toby what he did, that meant, I thought that meant a lot because there's a, there's a line in racing if you want to, find out about somebody, give them a good horse. Yeah. And I think it said to you the kind of person you are, which is you weren't taking the credit, you were giving it to Toby. Yeah, I mean, I feel that way in my own business. I own a commercial real estate appraisal company in Manhattan. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do a good job for our client, and they'll call me. And, you know, I'll say, well, you know, it's, it's Will Brown or it's, it's somebody else in my office. And I'll, I'll pass that credit on to where the credit's due. Um, I like to think that I hire people smarter than me, and I think I did that, you know, with, with hiring Steve and Toby. Um, I saw Steve in Ocala. He's he's super excited about the horse, and he he too gave credit to Toby. Um, you know, Toby, we asked him to come have champagne with us after the Wingfield. He said, "I'm going home with the horse." That's what you want as a horseman, and you know, I think he's one of the finest ones that we have here in New York. I think as a whole, we've got some of the finest people um, here on the Naira circuit. I think the Jockey Colony is is wet, hands down better than everybody, hands down, no pun intended, but. Um, you know, I think just the, the horsemen that we have, the quality of people. Toby is super humble. He doesn't want his name out there. He's someone who could certainly probably go on yeah, his I'm own. Yeah, I'm going to annoy him yeah. by getting it out yeah. there more. Yeah, I'm, I'm boosting That's one of my goals, so. actually. Yeah, exactly. But, if you can't get a chance to annoy Toby, then you're... Yeah, and, and he's just a nice guy. Yeah, um, I agree. And, you know, I think in this business, you surround yourself with good people and people that you, you like to be with. Um, I think the, And that you trust. Yeah, that you trust. And, you know, you'll have success. You can only... It, this, this sport is so hard 
you can just create your opportunity by putting the best people together. And I think we've done a real good job at that. Well, you're also using Ray Handel a lot. You've got a horse, and we're taping this the, the, before the cicada is run later today. Is cicada or cicada? I, I, I say right. cicada. Ray says cicada. I've heard well, it a couple Ray says cicada, it's cicada. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll get, tomato, we'll get, tomato, right. who knows? Yeah. As Greg long as we win, cicada, I don't so care. <laughs> um, I'm just glad uh, they weren't. I didn't see them last year, actually. I have a friend who has a, a natural fear of them. Okay. Um, you're involved with Ray a lot as well. Um, you had another horse from from from, from another, another mother, mother that did yep. not run as well. She's yep. better. He's better than that though. Yeah, I, mean, I think so. Terribly, that was kind of a throwout race. I mean, that horse is so durable. We raced him five times as a as a two year old, which is unheard of. Um, you know, I think he's a little bit, probably a little bit lesser class than yeah. than what we've got with Morello and some of those others that were in the in the Gotham. But you know, we're going to bounce right back and, and run him in the uh, in the Bayshore. Okay, uh, that's the plan. Um, you know, we think we think that's the right wheelhouse for him uh i i would throw out that last race I, I he just didn't get to the lead i think dean's list ran a big race in the Gotham, I, I agree which which really makes the morello's uh win even more impressive to me I, because i, I thought dean's more. list he's one of you, you say it all the time you you ran a winning race and you come in second or third and you uh, buried him buried him. i mean yeah yeah, one easily. To yeah, be impressive. And, not, and, and I agree with you about Dean's list. Yeah, I wonder if he'll run back in the in the Bay Shore as well. I was wondering what Todd would do. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, yeah uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I just I, yeah. I was thinking about that after the race because I don't think Todd's going to go on and be running in mile and eighth preps with him. So I think he'll. Yeah, it's hard. You, that race or not? I don't you, know. You've got to find out what you have. Um, that's what I like about what Steve and Toby have done. We went from six to seven to eight, and now we're heading for nine furlongs, and we'll see if we can stretch out. And like I said before, I think we can do it. Um, I, I don't think there's any reason why we can't. I, I, I kind of hesitate when I see all the articles and and the the interviews with people that say, oh, "I'm not sure if he can go two turns." I mean, we I, I just don't think we've seen. I mean, from what he's showed us, I don't. Why not? Is we it the turn? Is it the turn he, or the distance? I, I think I don't the believe turn in the turn thing, thing is moronic. Yeah. And to be honest with you. His running style is actually more conducive to two turns than a one turn mile because the paces are faster in one turn races. And he's while he sits off the pace, there are plenty of races he could be in where he'd be in front. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see. I mean, listen, he may have a distance limitation. They all have distance. It's like Wayne Lucas said, they can all get a mile of course. Just a question of how fast. Yeah. And the Derby these days is filled with a lot of horses that aren't particularly bred to get the distance. I. I don't think anyone's saying he's going to win the Derby, nor are you saying that, or even the Wood. But he's not going to. What price is he going to be in the Wood? He's not going to be more than four to one. He he might be five to two. Mm-hmm. So I'm not exactly sure why you're supposed to. I don't get you're it. Not, you're not making room for the Derby Trophy in your house, but I don't think you have any reason. Along with a whole lot, this is a great year to have a good horse like this yeah. because there's nobody out there. I mean, is there anybody you look at this Derby field and you say, I just don't know if I can beat him? Not really. I mean, again, I don't want to knock any of their horses. No, I mean, you're, I'm, you're in you might the not Derby be field. any of them, but yeah. I don't think it's not like there's a... There's no Durant giant killer hurt, out there. There was no, there's no big brown out there. You know, there's no American pharaoh out there. I'm glad we're not a Philly and we have to run against Echo Zulu this year. Um, you know, I, I think there's, uh, I think it's a, there's a lot of quality horses just like our horse. Um, you know, I think, you know, the, the old saying, you want to find the worst competition for your horse. Um, that's what you're always trying to find. You want to spot the horse properly. Um, obviously, in the Derby, you don't have a choice. You, you're going to go against who's out there. Um, Bill Parcells said it. You know, you, you have to play out your schedule. You can't really control that. Um, we think he's – they all end up milers. Um, you know, right. you look at all these classic horses. They all end up running in the, in the mile races. So it's who can really kind of dig in the spring and get those extra distances. Do I think he's a Belmont horse? Probably not. Um, you know, can he be a Derby horse? I, I think he can. 
Um, you know, then we got the Preakness, and I, you know, I just imagine again, I'm not going to jump ahead of the schedule because Steve and Toby are going to determine that. Uh, but you know, this sets up for you know, take a little bit of time off, give them a break, and, and then you know, make a run into Travers. So, you know, the dream is still alive in that regard. Um, he's not whether he's a Belmont horse or not. I'd rather have him as a Belmont horse than these slow plotters that a lot of people think are Belmont horses because yeah. to me, a Belmont horse is a horse that has the speed to put himself in position to win. Now, whether or not. Right, as you say, yes, it's a, it's right. There's a lot to look at, but his I don't know. his tactical speed, the being just off the pace or on or near the front, I love that because that's really what you need in the Derby. If mm-hmm. you get yourself, who was it, Mendelssohn, who's turning out to be a tremendous sire, um, or at least well, you know, every horse beginning. eventually will yeah. be related to into mischief and to the dam of into yeah. mischief. Every horse running, but, but so. didn't Mendelssohn finish twentieth in the Kentucky Derby? Um, that did it's not hurt him at all. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he was way yeah. back, but you know, got himself into trouble. And I just, I love the running style of Morello being off the pace and, and to have what he's got left in the tank, having to exert himself a little bit as far as speed goes in the beginning and the, in the middle stages of the race. I mean, it's it's setting himself up for being somebody who could be a contender if we can get there. Yeah, um, no, I agree. You know, no I, I, I mean, I, I think that, that the, the the wood is coming up tough this year, yeah. mean, he, partly because he's in there, but early voting obviously is very promising. I think Modonigal's good. I know some people are giving up on him, but he's good. And there's another, you know, they're, they're probably the big three, but there are others that are lurking around to run in there. Hyoke, who was unlucky yep. down in Florida, is apparently coming to the New York Bread Barisi. He'd have to step forward a little bit, but he's not a bad horse. Yep. I don't think it's going to be an easy wood. No, not at all. I think and Partly um, because of your horse. Yeah we've, seen, of your horse. yeah, we've seen Modonigal a few times. From Another Mother gave him a couple of good runs. Um, you know, again, right. From Another Mother's just run into some buzzsaws. Uh, but, I, you know, early mm-hmm. voting when they, they changed the buyer figs, you know, I thought that was, you know, more more appropriate you know i thought that was a better race than than what it showed it was a little confusing um it's a tough it's tough it was the only yeah. one two turn race that day there's nothing it was not to. track there's an argument the track may have changed for the last two races there's a lot going on there and you also had a very fast pace so you knew early voting ran a better race than the fig regardless of what it was because of how fast that pace if you look at time form it was actually the highest rated pace of any derby prep run yeah including last year yeah faster even than forbidden kingdom out in california yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. I mean, listen, and I mean, I'm saying it to you, I think we're all probably going to be favored. I, I think so. Um, you know, I think Mo Donegal ran a better race than, than what people are, you know, are saying or, or, or what they're seeing. Um, last race and then early voting, you know, we're certainly, I don't think we're scared of anybody, but we're certainly concerned. I mean, it's the wood. Um, it's only going to get tougher from here on out. Um, you know, we thought the Gotham was actually a decent race and, and it was, Again, it was Dean's list could have won that. Yeah. We, I, I thought we just, we just want to peak. We want to peak at the right times and he's really, you know, he's coming into his own and he's not showing us that he's gone as, as hard or as fast as he can. So you're also involved with Little Red Feather, and you have a piece of my man Tate. My boy Tate. My boy yep. Tate, right. Yep. And he's running tomorrow. He is my man, yeah. I know, I was going to yes. say. He's been around <laughs> so long, I think I remember his name, but I'm, that's my problem in life. Um, how did you, I mean, is that one of your, you, you got involved with West Point when you first uh, yeah, got involved I, in the game? Yeah, I started with West Point um, way back, you know, a decade ago um, with Terry Finley and, and his team. They do a tremendous job. Um, I think it's a great place to start. I think all of these public syndicates are a great place to start. And, you know, they, they take you in, they show you the game. If you want to be somebody who just wants to dress up and, and know where to sit, um, they'll take care of you. Uh, if you want to get more involved, they'll they'll answer the phone, they'll text you. 
Um, you know, you can go to the sales. I did all that. Um, Terry actually introduced me to David and Gordo when I decided to go off on my own, you know, and I, I said to Terry, I said, you know, I've had great experience. I've won with West Point. I've won with Little Red Feather, obviously. Um, I'm involved with Belladonna Racing with, uh, with David and Cherie. Um, so we, we're still, we're, we're kind of all over. I don't have any more horses with, uh, with, uh, West Point at this point, but, um, it's been fun. I've won with, with all the outfits. Um, and you know, I was just one of those guys who wanted to go off on my own. I wanted to have my own silks. I wanted to be more involved, be with the trainers, go to the sales. I just got back from Ocala. But if you hadn't gotten involved in those partnerships, maybe it wouldn't have been as easy for you to do that. Probably I mean, not. Uh, right. The barriers to entry are pretty significant in this sport. Um, it takes, A, a lot of money. Um, you know, it, it, Disposable income is one thing if you're going to invest uh, as a partner. But uh, you know, just to get you know your own silks uh, made and passed by the jockey club is, is very difficult. Um, there, there's a lot to do here. They, there's a lot of red tape. Um, the gaming commission doesn't make things easy on us. I don't want to say too much about them, but you know, you want. yeah. Um, we don't endorse our, our guests. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. But it's, it's difficult. It's, it's, you can't, you know, this sport is not just going, finding a horse and, and throwing it on the racetrack. Um, there's a lot of hard work that has to go into it. You got to put the right team together. You need an advisor, you need a good accountant. Um, you need a, you know, you need a therapist sometimes, um, you know, all the time. Yeah. Um, owner problems. You yeah. Know, I think yeah. that's, it, it's interesting. There are two, not separate, but somewhat distinct because there's a lot of, there's crossover, um, betters and owners. They're the two people that fund the game yep. without either one of these, the game falls apart. Absolutely. You have to have the owners putting the money in, running the horses, but you have to have the better supporting the game to keep it going. 100%. And both of them think they're underappreciated yes and in a lot of ways they are and and to be fair and I, it's understandable um we something we need to do a better job with um in all aspects we in naira we in racing we um, you know like to think we try to do a better job um i think we do some things well but there's always things you can do better but one of the things i've learned with friends that own horses that's probably the thing i've learned the most over the last decade are owner problems yeah they're endless they're endless there there's a stack of bills on my desk at home right now uh, horse racing as an owner is mostly paying bills having um, horses on the shelf yeah they right. they 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 never miss a meal and they all get hurt um, <laughs> right. that, those are the two guarantees in horse racing um, and they can't talk and tell us when they're not feeling well and then when they're not they don't want to run um, but you know it, all that being said the, the rewards that they give us are tremendous um, you know as an owner you know before I buy a horse I want to make sure we know what to do with it at the end uh, aftercare is important to us at Blue Lion as I, I think it should be and, and it is for the most, most people important thing. Um, yeah. you know uh, I think the claiming rules could be changed a little bit. I think some horses get lost in claiming, and you know, I think we could do a better job as an industry keeping track of horses. Uh, it's 2022. Uh, we should be able to n not lose track of a horse anywhere, you know, in the world at this point. Um, there's there's a lot more that we can do, but I think I, I think collectively, without a central governing body, I think the efforts are there. I think the right people are in place. I think you've you, everyone's got a good mindset to do it. Um, it's just a lot harder than it looks. Um, you know, I, I think a central governing body will do a lot for the sport if we could get it together, but I'm it'll not sure it will ever happen. We're too fractured. Not in, in my life. We're, we're too fractured yeah. in industry. And it's, yeah. like, it is understandable. It's not like Major League Baseball. Right. Where half the people can't stand Manfred anyway. But forgetting about that, you know, it's not like we're not. It's too much. You've got different owners and different tracks. I'm not saying whether I agree or disagree. I mean, obviously, a strong central body that was able to make decisions that were in the best interest of every participant in the game would be good yeah but i just can't see it happening yeah it's hard for the betters too you have uh simultaneous uh races going off yeah. uh, that should never happen sometimes by tracks that are owned yeah. by the same people yeah and, and look tracks sometimes like to run on top of other people it, it, it's it's amazing 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'll it's get crazy. It's, 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 it's an absolute absurdity. And, and that, that you know, on. that's what drives the betters crazy. And, and rightfully so. Yeah, it's absolutely. infuriate. It's yep. because it's only hurting them. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. There's, there's always an injured party. If somebody's running on top of somebody, there's an injured party, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a better, yeah. you know, I mean, I've been working in Iron now for 14 years, but I still am a better. And I sat around and complained about everything we did wrong for many, many years. Yeah. And you try to do the best you can to make it better. As I'm sure you try as an owner, but that doesn't mean the frustrations go away. No, no, it doesn't no. mean you don't understand the frustrations of other people. Yeah. No doubt about you it. You have to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but owners, you know, and it's funny because I see it from both sides, mm-hmm. you know, and I, you know, you'll hear betters that say, oh, the game caters to owners. And I'll hear owners. Now, I don't hear owners saying the game caters to betters because most of them bet anyway. Yeah, but you hear that's them, true. But you hear, you know, complaints from people. It's a one of the great things about racing is there's always something to complain about. Yeah. It's a great game for those of us who want to complain. If, if that is in your, your nature, this is the place <laughs> right. to be. You know, if you want, we want to do some recruiting. If you're always angry and, and complaining. Be our slogan. If you yeah, like yeah. to complain, yeah. horse racing is the game for you. Give me a call. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. my, so, some of my best friends are my partners, and they're constantly complaining. You right. Know. And look at how well Where are we going. sitting for the derby? I <laughs> right. mean, come on. And they give you these little apron um, sweets. Yeah, the bunkers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- that's okay. that's what I've been doing the past, you know, week and a half is, is literally planning for something that I'm not guaranteed. I mean, we have a starting gate right now, but, um, you know, anything could happen between right. now and then, but you've got to do all the planning before that. And it's just, it's very nerve wracking. They don't, they don't make it easy. No, you don't want to. Yeah. And you don't want to get too ahead of yourself because you feel like you're, you're jinxing yourself. So now how many partners do you have in Blue Lion? So on Morello, so what I did with Morello, he's part of a effectively a mutual fund. You know, I, I, we put together five a five horse package for everybody. I believe that you know if we start fracturing the different horses, um, you're gonna have some people that are left out. Sure. Um, I think that's the best way to do it. It's and they should suffer a little too. They you should suffer a little. Just exactly. Be enjoying themselves. Exactly. To so, really get the full race exactly, experience. Exactly. So I borrowed that model from Bel- <laughs> from Belladonna that David okay. and, and Paul Manganero, um, who put that partnership together. Um, so we've got Monch and we've got, uh, from another mother, we've got Morello, we've got a horse called family band also with Steve and a horse, uh, union dolly with Ray. Um, so we've got five, so three of the five are horses that have at least competed in stakes and have at least broken their maidens. Yeah. That's and, pretty amazing. And a greatest stakes winner. That's I mean, pretty incredible. On the Derby trail. I mean, right. I, 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 the rest of your, I don't know if I can do this again. It's going to be a disaster, yeah. right? I, I, I may stop. Just, yeah. right. I just don't went to think Ocala. you're Sakatoga and you're going to get funny side and is the law. No, uh, right? it's, it's incredible. The run that we're on. That's great. Um, but you know, we put that group together. We've got about, um, eight partners in that group. Um, and they have an extended family. Um, we don't getting bigger. Yeah, the Morello family is getting, the, the right, getting bigger. Yes. I didn't realize how many partners I had until people wanted derby tickets at this point. Yeah, so, right. No, but heard it's great. that story before. Yeah, listen, I've been in the winter circle by myself. You always think as an owner, I want to be that you know there with my just me or my family, uh, and I've been there and. It sucked. It's great to be there with the people you care about. I, I, yeah, but I, I shouldn't say it sucked being but there with my family. I, I but I, I like the more the merrier. Um, you know, I like to grab people and say, "Come on down." Uh, Charlie McCoy. You, I don't know if you remember him. He's sure, half brother to Tate. Oh, I, uh, I made a score. He gave me fourteen dollars one day off a layoff, so yeah. I remember him fondly. He, he won Michelle a, trained him, right? Yep, Michelle trained him too. Yeah. Um, he won a Belmont Stakes Day at Belmont. Um, there was it's a, a nice horse. Yeah, really nice horse. He, he got a little bout of EPM. He had some paralyzation in his face. We had to retire him. Uh, he He's, he's retired down in Texas with somebody right now. Uh, he's just, he was a great horse. We thought he was going to be better than Tate. 
Uh, but the story big numbers, yeah, high 80 figures. I remember he was good. Yeah. Uh, the day on Belmont day, we, we just ran into a guy who brought his two sons. They were living in Boston. Uh, he brought his sons to, to watch the Derby and and to watch Belmont. They were sitting behind us. There was nobody there. I mean, it was, it was Saturday at Belmont and, uh, we, we grabbed them and brought them to the winner's circle and they got their picture taken. And I saw the kid, one of the guys later that summer at Saratoga and he said, there's the guy who brought us to the winner's circle. That's great. And that's just a great story just out of nowhere. I mean, it was just, it's just, it's a sport where you can bring people in and you get them that excitement and you give them a taste of it. And you know, it's, it's like a drug. Um, it really is the best one there is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, Yeah. no, it's incredible. And I mean, I think, I think what's going on with you guys is a, is a, it's, it's a great advertisement for the game too. Yeah. Um, in the situation, the success you've had, but, and Morello is, is a really neat horse too. Yeah. So I, I think that's pretty, that's pretty great. Um, I don't really know if we have much more to talk about. So now you're going to have to rent a place in Saratoga and maybe have to make your plans to be there a lot more perhaps this summer. Yeah. Look, I always that thought I'd really re- awful to have to spend. Yeah. More time I mean, there. my parents are still up there. They, they kind of they down- live in town. Well, they live, they downsized, they moved to Mechanicville. So they're out okay. in uh, Chad, Chad's country now. Right. But, uh, you know, I've, uh, I should have bought a place before I left there. Are they getting uh, the tomatoes from Jerry Brown? You know, Chad's uh, dad is the greatest, yeah, you know what? I greatest think- tomatoes in upstate New York. Does he sell them? He, he gives them to my mom. Okay, he's extremely popular. Well, I'll have with to find mom. you. In my Saratoga, mom is a then. big fan of okay. Jerry. Yes. Yeah. So they're they're outside of town. Um, you know, I it's my goal to retire there. I mean, either going to Lexington or I'm going to Saratoga. Um, you know, I always say sometimes part of the problem with Saratoga it's in New York, and I've lived in New York and paid the taxes here for long <laughs> enough, and serving out my sentence on Long Island. But yeah. uh, you know. I probably will be back in Saratoga, but, you know, I was there the entire summer last year. Uh, my daughter's going into her senior year of high school. My son's only 10 years old. Uh, there could be a move. Uh, we can really ruin him. we got to yeah, get him really yeah, addicted yeah. to track. He's I mean, been a day with he, me, and he, he, his he, life will be over. Yeah, he, he's getting the bug a little bit. Good. My, my daughter could care less about the race today. She just wants to go to the Kentucky Derby at this point. So, uh, But, you know, landing back in Saratoga is, is ultimately my goal. And, you know, hopefully we, we've got a canoe in the backyard that we can serve cold drinks at it for the for the rest of the time. So. It, it would be incredible just yeah. to get there. Just you know, to get to have there. Get there yeah. with a chance. I mean, it's a, it's got to be a great dream for you. It's incredible just to have gotten this this far if it all ended today um you know something happened to morello knock on wood but you know we we were three in a row we won the gotham here in new york uh most of us in our partnership are from new york great group of people um you know it's just it's it's a ride that you know i I would invite everyone to go on if if they have the means to do it it's it's a i look at racing and being an owner as a, a country club you know you've got a boat you've got you know you've got your your real country club um if you can get into racing if you if you want to be a part of this it's the experience the only thing that we can guarantee is a good time um, it takes 99 or, or 100 of 100 things to, to, you know, have to go right to win a race in this sport. So when you're when you have a sport where 20 percent is the top of the game to win, uh, we know we're going to go out to dinner regardless. Uh, we're going to have fun. Um, if we can get that 20 percent clip, we'll take it. Um, it's just icing on the cake. Um, whether you own 5% of a horse, 1% of a horse, or 100% of the horse, when that horse is coming down the stretch in the lead, um, you know, no one's thinking about that. That's your horse, and that's that's really what, you know, I like to sell to my people. I tell the people with the smallest percentage, you own the heart, you know. I own just the hair or the hoof, you know, you own the heart. Um, it doesn't matter. It's it's your horse, and, and that's kind of what we do at Blue Line, so it's exciting. 
It's great. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, it's a, it's it's a great story, and, I, and I'm you know I'm 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 excited to see what he does going forward. We appreciate forward. it. Yeah, and uh, we appreciate you coming and spending some time with us, and I uh, wish you a lot of luck in the in the wood and uh, everywhere. And today's in the, the cicada a little bit later. By the time this comes out, cicada will run. Hopefully, uh, you'll have won two stakes in New York. Yeah, we're excited. Or, or, maybe we'll get three. One, actually, we'll get one tomorrow with my boy Tate. So. There you go. Yeah. there you go. I yeah. won't be here tomorrow, but I always I love my boy Tate. Yeah, he's so, the best. So. thanks, and, Andy. I right. really, really appreciate having us on. All right, thanks. see you again. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Across the Board. And always remember that you can listen to us at Google Play Store, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can listen, and you can rate us as well. But we appreciate you taking the time. We hope you enjoyed Across the Board, and we look forward to coming back to you with more Across the Boards in the very, very near future.